Hey guys, uh, as we were recording, we kind of thought about shit, we should have put a trigger warning in first. So this is your trigger warning. There's a lot of things that go on in this episode that are very clearly not easy to listen to. There is a trigger warning for beatings, sexual assaults, um, and a lot of stuff. So this is just your blanket trigger warning right now if you are very sensitive to those things. Also, spoiler alert for my story, Brittany speaking, um, I do go over an entire movie. So if <laughs> if you do want to watch the movie, you can like skip halfway through the episode to Ashley's story first. We will put in the caption what movies we're covering and what stories we're covering as usual. And thank you guys for your support. And I'm sorry that this trigger warning wasn't something that we thought of immediately. Clean audio. We need it. <laughs> she was waiting for that moment. Truly. I uh, was thirsty. And yet I was holding off. And I had to make sure I got it in the microphone. Truly, at one point, she was just about to open it. And then she goes, I'll wait. <laughs> um. So yeah, welcome to our podcast. Hi. I'm sorry. I'm not very good at intros. Uh, this is Greetings from Insanity. Yes. We're a, I don't know if we said this, and I hope you found out by now, we're a true crime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? I thought it was I, a Twilight one. Oh. Honestly, <laughs> should we? Uh, maybe eventually. Rebrand. This Rebrand. is now a Twilight podcast. <laughs> Shit, let me redo my notes. <laughs> let me change all of the names to Edward and Bella. We don't need to make notes. We know this by heart. Oh, yeah. We could just... Wouldn't that be fun? Maybe if one day we had like a Patreon. We could do a Twilight episode. We could like do some Twilight <laughs> episodes, like review every movie. I would love that. Maybe if we ever get a Patreon. Yeah. One day in the future. Maybe. Because I think Patreon is fun. Yeah. I think it's a great... I I um subscribe. I don't know what you call it. To, I think it's subscribing. To a couple podcasts. Mm -hmm. I have one, like, artist that I'm a really huge fan of. Love I think that. it's a great thing. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, and also, I'm Brittany. Oh, hi. I'm Ashley. Sorry about that. Uh, we'll get the hang of this do you want, thing eventually. Do you want another snip? Yes. Another snip snap? Yes. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. I'm drinking Strongbow, which is my favorite cider. Brittany is a very good person and a very lovely friend. I picked it up for my bar and then i'm drinking aveline uh it's a rosé wine a canned wine Ooh. and it's kind of high percent not gonna lie it's 12.6 jesus mine's what five yeah so this is not a sponsor it's not but if you want to sponsor us <laughs> i think it's a oh who is it that owns it it's a celebrity and it's a way better wine than i was expecting no offense to like celebrities or anything but like Playing? Oh my god! You didn't tell me it was Cameron Diaz. Sorry, I that changes. Who it was. That I changes remember. things. Do I try it? I do. And um, first, gracing the world with being Princess Fiona, mm -hmm. and now wine. Great job! Hell yeah! 
Anyway, sorry about all of the alcohol. Sorry, we just became an alcohol podcast, too. (laughs) God, we are really rebranding today. (laughs) This is what happens after 10 episodes. Every 10, you'll get a new podcast. (laughs) That would be fun. That'd be a really fun idea. Not for us. Not for us. Not for this podcast. Maybe. Maybe a different podcast. But yeah. um, Brittany's first. I do go first today. And I will tell you, like, our um, theme. Yes, sorry, we didn't say that yet. Uh, We decided to watch a movie that was inspired by a true crime. So, like, something that actually happened in life. And it can be an interpretation of it, has actual facts from the crime in the movie or something like that. Those are my favorite, though. mm -hmm. I love when they have, like, actual facts. Yeah, so mine was an American crime. Uh, you can find it on Amazon Prime. I did have to watch it with ads because um, it was, like, sure. included through something else. Sure. You know, not just Amazon oh, Prime. Yeah, I've seen Amazon do that. Yeah, so... Of, like, watch it through... And I'm like, okay. Yeah, so it did have ads, which was fine. Gave me a little break while I was catching up on notes. God bless. But um, it's... Uh, so it was, like, inspired by this crime, but everything that they talked about in court was actually said in court. Love that. So that was, like, very factual. And, like, all of the other events based off of other research I did was also very close aligning. But they obviously made it more, um, a little more tame for the movie. Sure. Um, to make it more, like, uh, theatrical, I guess. You know what? You want to know a fun fact about me? Yes. One of my favorite things about a movie is if I like go through the entire movie and then at the end it says inspired by true events. That's my favorite thing. Oh, same. I'm like, Whoa. especially if I didn't know it, I'm like, what? Yeah, it always makes me make that sound where I'm like, I love Whoa. it. Or like right at the beginning, like you don't expect yeah, it's it. Right at the beginning for this one. Yeah, those were my favorite. Yeah, I love when I could be like, oh, you're kidding. Yeah, like what? <laughs> I love that. So yeah, um, I watched an American Crime. Uh, so I have two sections to my notes. I have movie notes and then some other research notes to, um, dig a little deeper. So yeah, it's a interpretation of true events, as I said, and the movie is about Sylvia Likens. <coughs> Hold the fucking phone! I didn't even, like, recognize the title of that movie. I've uh-huh. seen that movie, though. Fucking bonkers. No fucking way. I didn't even make the connections. I love I love Sylvia Likens. Because I told you, I think I said this, like, once before. Mm-hmm. One of the people involved in this story, she was discovered in a town 20 minutes from mine as she changed her name and she became a teacher. Her sister? No, one of the kids. Oh, that, like, was involved. Yes. Oh, shit. They were like, yeah, she's actually blah, 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 blah. And now she's a teacher in Marshalltown, Iowa. And I was like, excuse me? Wild. Sorry. Yeah, after you hear this story, Sorry, yeah. you would oh, change God. her name. Of course you would. But um, but they found her out. Idiot. Yeah, so. Um, Sorry. If you don't know Sylvia Likens, she uh, was a teenager at the time, 16. Um, very beautiful girl, gorgeous, you know, like wavy brown hair. She was missing a tooth, I guess, and that's why she only smiled with her mouth shut. Love that. Um, because she was insecure about it, and uh, she lost it actually roughhousing with one of her brothers. Sure. Um, so basically, this majority of this events take place in 1965. The trial happened in 1990. Or 1966, excuse me. Flipped one of my sixes upside down. Um, In Indianapolis, Indiana. Absolutely. 
So, uh, yeah, a little bit about the movie. It starts out with, like, her being at a carnival because her parents are carnival workers. Yes, they are. And she loved the carnival, and she really liked the merry-go-round because she felt safe on it, according to this movie. That's really So I'm sweet. just giving you a movie rundown, and then I'll come back with more facts. Right. Um, so, like, as I said, like, almost all the rides scared her, but the merry-go-round made her feel safe, and she had fun on it. And she was really close to her sister, Jenny, which is who happens to be, like, one of the other main characters in this movie. Right. Um... So, her parents uh, separated, uh, so Sylvia and her sister stayed with a woman named Gertrude. Horrible name, by the way. I'm sorry if you're named Gertrude. She also went by a nickname, Gertie, like in the film. That's worse. <laughs> and I just shortened her be, name to Gert sometimes. I would want to be called Tude. Yeah, Tude. You got or that Trude. Tude. No, that's equally a bad name, but Gertie... Uh, yeah. That's no good. Um, So Gertrude already had a lot of kids, and from counting in the film, it was six or seven. That's too many. I was trying to keep track by counting mm-hmm. in the film. It was difficult. <laughs> I just imagine you, and this makes you sound like it's like you're so much stupider, which you're not. It's I just inside. imagine you like going up to your TV with a Sharpie every time a kid's on screen and being like, one... No, no, I didn't. <laughs> At do the that. end of the movie, there's just like a ton of numbers all Brandon over would be your TV. <laughs> be like, "What the fuck, Brittany?" I know that's not true. You're not that dumb, but I'm just picturing that. Um, and then Gertrude is also sick at this time. Um, in the head. Well, in the head, she also had really bad asthma, but she was a chain smoker. Bitch, me too. And I'm not a chain smoker, say, but I do have uh, asthma. <laughs> do I not know something? About no, you? sorry, I have asthma. Um, Sylvia and her, like, family were religious, so she did go to church, like, every Sunday. Sure. And that's where she met Gertrude, Gertrude, I'm gonna mess up this name eventually. It's a bad name. That's where she met Gertrude and her family was at church, and, like, in the movie, they, uh, her parents were having, like, an argument, so, like, uh, Sylvia and Jenny went to, her name is Jenny, right? I'm yeah. Not messing that up. Yeah. No. It's that's her sister. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that I wasn't yeah. gonna mess it up. No, that's her name. Um. They decided to take like, there's like a church bus that would. It was like it's like a school bus. Sure. And it would just but like drop church. families off after church, like near their houses. It sounds like a pretty good invention, honestly. And so, um, like, these two girls were on the bus because her their mom told them to take it after church. And, obviously, they don't, like, have cell phones, you know, it's the 60s. Yeah. And then, um, so then, um, they meet these two other girls, which are Gertrude's children on the bus, and they are like, you want to come play with us? So they're like, sure. They're kids. Yeah, so then, you know, they get off at the same stop, and Gertrude's like, who are these girls? Yeah. And then two of the girls were like, we invited them to come play with us, and she's like, all right. So, you know, like, they all went inside, had a good time, dandy and everything. Um, eventually they, like, so her parents, because they're carnival workers and they were worried about, like, having their children with them and everything, you know, safety-wise, education-wise. Didn't want them traveling with them. They wanted what's best for them. Yeah. They normally stayed with, um, their grandma. Sure. But, like, this one time, like, I guess they were in a family fight or something. So Gertrude, like, offered to take care of them for $20 a week. 
And then I found out later her rent was $55 a week or a month or something. That sounds nice. Yeah. But then again, like, you know, you have to also pay pay for these kids and everything. I wish I could pay $55 a month on rent. God, that'd be awesome. That'd be fantastic. And then also, like, I have, like, to, to keep in mind, her sister, like, had polio. Yes. So she had a leg brace and everything. And that's Jenny, if you're keeping up with names. Yes. Um, and as, like, time goes on, like, Sylvia seems to be getting pretty close to Paula, which is Gertrude's oldest daughter. And, like, I think it's the oldest child in general. Sure. Based off of, they just said oldest daughter, but, like, in the movie, she was the oldest. Yeah, from all the pictures, like, of, and I know height doesn't really have anything to do with it, but she did seem like the oldest. Yep. Um, so then... I have seen this movie. It is a fantastic movie. It's a very good movie. It's very good. I was, like... At it's one like, point, I forgot to write down notes. I'm like, oops. Say, it's, like, pretty true to what happened, too. Mm-hmm. Of course, like, they, like, fib stuff and, like you said, like, toned it down a little bit. Yeah, but they had to... Overall, you know, make film. it more... Um, Family-friendly. Yeah. Although it is rated R. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then, like, the first uh, check arrived late from their parents to Gertrude. So she took it out on them by spanking them with what looked like a belt in the movie, but I think it was actually meant to be a paddle based off of research. It breaks my heart. Um, she tried to tell the girls that their parents probably left them there for good and because the check was not there on the day it was supposed to be. So the next day it came. The mail system. You ever heard of it? Maybe things get delayed, turdy. Yeah. I'm going to call her that. So I love my notes right now. Um. <laughs> Okay. Because I wrote in earlier, Paula and Sylvia <laughs> seem to be, like, bonding and, like, forming they do. a friendship. Yeah, they do. So then I wrote, Paula's not a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so Paula ended up getting pregnant yeah. with a man that was already married. So, um, you know, she didn't tell her boyfriend about it, but he was starting to roughhouse her. And Sylvia saw this, so she shouted to her boyfriend uh like she's pregnant like chill with like the rough housing type of thing obviously she didn't say in that format but right i hope she did sorry (laughs) chill bro (laughs) no i'm kidding um and then paula got pissed at sylvia for this she um told gertrude that because she, like, came home crying and everything. Gertrude's like, what's wrong? And Paula said, Sylvia started telling all the boys that Paula's a slut because she didn't want to tell her mom she was pregnant. And that's that's what really fucking gets me. And then it, that moment, I wrote down, like, mama, like, daughter. I say, like, she makes it sound like she is so perfect. And idiot. It just flabbergasted. Um, Paula's a bitch the whole time. She just sucks. Well, yeah. Like, at the beginning of the movie, she... Yeah, she just sucks. Well, at the beginning of the movie, she did seem likable. Because, you know, she was just, like... Yeah. Trying to show Sylvia around, trying to take her under her wing. And as soon as she did something she didn't like, she immediately flipped. Yes. Flipped a switch. It's the whole, like, oh, they're, they're saying something that's not true. That it's like, can you just... Can you just sit down? Right. Like... 
Who? Jeremy Sumter. He was the live action version of Peter Pan and oh. he is very attractive. And I remember seeing him in this movie and it was like that TikTok sound of like, <laughs> Ariana, what are you doing here? Because I'm like, Jeremy, <laughs> Peter Pan, what are you doing in this Love movie? That. Okay, sorry. I just needed to remember who I saw and I was like, oh, what? Fine. The Franco uh, kid's also in there. Franco? James, I think his name is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's the one of the Franco bro- brothers. He's the mother's, like, boyfriend. Yeah. That's on and off abusive relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, this is where I end up shortening names because I got tired of writing out Gertrude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Gertrude told Paula that she needs to fight her own battles. Um, so she told her son John, or Johnny, they called him, uh, to hold her back so he like held her in place sylvia while paula started to beat her paula ended up hurting her wrist from this and like had to put on a brace and everything and mind you paula like is just pissed that she told her boyfriend she was pregnant yeah that's it yeah acting like it wouldn't come out which i get like yeah it it does suck to like have your secret told by somebody else but you don't not that like you don't, you don't need to beat, beat them. them to the point you that you have to put them. that you have to put a brace on your wrist exactly. because you beat them so badly. Yeah, she ended up uh, breaking it. I say like from research I did, like but yeah, they didn't like specify that. Yeah, in the movie. it sucks to have your mm-hmm. secret spilled, but come on, there's better ways to respond. So obviously, this is like kind of where it starts to escalate for yes. Sylvia's abuse because before it was like the very first like time it showed Sylvia and Jenny. But now it's starting to focus more on Sylvia being the target. Yeah. Um, so this is also where we talk about Franco. Uh, mm-hmm. Gertrude had a younger boyfriend. And she seemed to just, like, flirt with, like, younger men a lot. Um, Go get it, sis, I guess. And, like, even when, like, in the movie, like, when she said that she could, like, she offered to watch these children for $20 a week. Mm-hmm. And when she did that, like, in the movie, I don't know if it's, like, accurate for, like, actual, but, like, in the movie, she, like, put her hand on the dad's thigh, and he was just, like, you could tell he, like, went back a little bit, kind of uncomfortable, and he said he'd have to talk to his wife about it, see if she's down. Yeah. I um, mean, that is, that is a pretty big move. Yeah, it is. And then also, like, in the movie, like, there'd be, like, teenage boys coming over and stuff, and there was one in particular, uh... I think Ricky. Yeah, Ricky. That'd come over and just, like, bum cigarettes from her and, like... Right. It felt like they were... She was not treating him like a child. I agree. And it felt gross and icky. Yes. Um. So then, uh, at this point in the movie, like, Sylvia and Jenny called their parents on a phone booth. And... Because Jenny found, like, a letter in the trash from their parents with a phone number on it and Groot just Groot Groot <laughs> Groot uh, you know as Groot does Gertrude just threw away the number didn't even tell them they got a letter from him and then when they got home like she questioned what happened and basically she was just like who are you on the phone with Sylvia said nothing no, no one important and Jenny like said at the same time our parents and Jenny is younger. Yeah. And I think she was very intimidated. Yeah. 
Um, so then... Especially seeing, like, what people are doing to your sister. Like, of course, you don't want to lie to the person that's, like, kind of, like, starting this. Exactly. You don't want to get beaten, too. Yeah, and that, that was a main factor in controlling Jenny. Absolutely. Huge factor. Um, so, uh, Gertrude asked Sylvia where she got the money from and assumed she, like, stole the money from Gertrude. Yeah. So then she burned a cigarette on her arm for stealing from her when she didn't. Yeah. Um, Gertrude keeps saying, like, I thought I taught you a lesson and by punishment of, like, physical abuse. Yeah. And at this point um, in time, there was another thing that she did, which I explain more later, like, in my actual notes. Right. Um, where it's, like, trigger warning for like sexual humiliation yeah um she made her put a glass bottle up her vagina yeah and like in the movie it broke i think it did in real life too okay because i think i don't know for sure though but i think um because she kept making her put it up further and further and mind you this is in front of the entire family yes um after that incident, they just threw her into the basement, like, literally down the stairs. Yeah. Locked the door. And Gertrude told everyone, like, in her family to say, like, if people ask where she is, she got sent to juvie. Yeah. Because Gertrude couldn't handle a misbehaving teen like Sylvia. Even though, mind you, not once. Not once was misbehaving. Was she acting out in any way she was trying to follow the rules yeah never Um, once was she like actually being a bad kid no never never i was a monster as a teenager at 16 i just acted like a monster i didn't actually do anything oh no i was just mouthy oh god me too so like in this point like after like all this stuff happened she's in the basement um they had they had like family meetings all the time and they basically had family meetings to watch Sylvia get beat. That's, um, that's when it's no good. Yeah. And then, so, I guess, uh, like, she told, like, Gertrude told uh, Jenny and Sylvia that their parents took an extended trip, like, for the carnival. And wouldn't come back for them until November now. Yeah. So then, um... Gert's children, oh, Gertrude's children, sorry. You said you were going to stop saying Gertrude. I think we know who Gert is. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Gert's children and other <laughs> neighborhood kids would abuse Sylvia. That's... By kicking yeah. and burning her and, like... Yeah. They would use, like, a hose and, like, spray her down and, like, tie yeah. her up on a post so that yeah. way she would have to stand. And, like, all of this disgusting stuff. That's when it... And, like, this this is, like, one of the cases that truly leaves a bottomless pit in my stomach. It is one of the worst things I've ever seen, heard about, or read. It's it's truly horrible. It is. It's It literally makes my stomach, like, churn. Anytime, no matter how well I know the story, like, I know this story pretty well yeah. because, like, I do a lot of research on it because I was 
as soon as I heard it for the first time, I'm like, this can't be true. And so I went into like a rabbit hole of searching everything. Yep. This is one of the stories that no matter how many times I hear it, no matter how many times I see a fact about it, see pictures of what like Sylvia looked like before and after, it leaves such a gross pit in my stomach. Yeah, it's awful. Truly horrific. Um, So like as these like, and like in the movie is portrayed as like people didn't believe like these neighborhood kids did not believe that Sylvia was just locked up in the basement so it would show like Johnny like one of the youngest ones mind you yeah um he would take the key unlock the basement and be like look she's down here and they'd be like is she okay and he'd be like oh yeah we can just like punish her mom said it was fine and everything and then like he would convince them to like kick her and like they'd be like what's going on and he'd show like a giant bruise on her and be like see she's used to it yeah type of thing and they would like light cigarettes and she had over like a hundred cigarette burns yeah and so and then gertrude would just be in the basement doing like laundry and stuff while the shit was going on and just would witness all these things didn't say much about it because like these kids were doing her dirty work at this point yeah um so then uh after a few weeks of sylvia not going to church mind you i said earlier she was every sunday an avid churchgoer yeah so the reverend literally came to the house and like said where's sylvia mm-hmm. and gertrude uh said like oh i had to send her to juvie she was just too much to handle and he said okay well i'm gonna go find her in juvie and talk to her make sure she's okay yeah and gertrude's like oh like good luck with that they're not taking any appointments right now like just trying to like cover her tracks so we can't find her and then like he was like okay like i'll see you soon she said i'll see you this sunday he said no before that like you're coming to see me and she said, of course, like, ha, ha, ha. hmm And then, um, like, during that interaction, like, he also came by the house to talk about, like, how Paula, mind you, the oldest daughter, mm-hmm. um, came to him and, like, was trying to, like, talk to him about things. And she, like, confessed she was pregnant to him. So he also wanted to talk to Gertrude about that. Right. And, like he's like you know it's the 60s it's a teenage girl that's pregnant like concerned about it and um as he's leaving paula like runs out the door and gertrude like grabs onto her arm in front of him is saying like get back in here and she like pulled her arm away and ran out yeah and he saw that happen as he's getting into his car and then gertrude immediately shut the door went to the basement and decided to brand her stomach with, like, a paperclip. Sylvia, that was... you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So Gertrude decided to take out her frustrations from Paula onto on Sylvia. Sylvia. Yeah. So she decided to brand her stomach with, like, a hot paperclip that was, like, pointed out and everything that was in, like, a lighter. And she made her kids, like, light it up and, like, make it warm for her. And she had John, her child, her son hold her down while she got on top and she wrote out 
like in Sharpie so she could trace it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a prostitute and proud of it on her stomach. And I guess Gertrude couldn't finish it. And Ricky also, by the way, like this boy, Ricky, from the beginning of the movie, he seemed to like, like Sylvia. Sure. And Sylvia just wasn't about him, really. Nothing wrong with that. And also, Evan Peters pay- played Ricky. No fucking way. I didn't see him on IMDb. Mm-hmm. No way. Maybe he was another one that I'm like, what? Yeah, so... You're um, kidding. Uh, just a little shout out. Love you. Um, but yeah, sh- he, like, showed up asking where Sylvia was and, he like, was how prob- she's doing yeah. and stuff. And Gertrude's like, don't worry about her. Like, she's trouble. Like... She sleeps with all the other boys and not you type of thing, even though she wasn't sleeping around, mind you. No. Um, And then, like, you know, he happens to, like, follow, like, because people's walking into each other's doors at this, like, time in life. So he just went down to the basement and saw Gertrude on top of Sylvia. Yeah. Didn't do anything. And then she made him, well, didn't make him, persuaded him. Yeah. To get on top of Sylvia and finish the job because she couldn't do it. Yeah. So, yeah, he, um, no matter how much, and then she, like, how she persuaded him is, like, her saying, like, she's never gonna be with you type of thing, like, reminding him that. Yeah. That she doesn't like him. Which, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay, like. Not everyone's going to like you in life, Not buddy. everybody's not... Not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to have a crush on you. And then... I learned that the hard way. Yeah. Evan <laughs> Peters doesn't love me. He might... He might hear this. And be like, BRB going to Iowa. So, yeah. And I know I haven't really been saying dates much. Right. It's the 60s. Um, But, like, this is over, like, a three-month period. That's... That's too much. Yeah. Um... But, like, all of the this day is too that much. she got branded was October yeah. 23rd. Okay. And I'm only saying that because this is towards the end of the movie. Right. So, like, I'm writing these notes in real time. So you're going to go through the journey with me. Okay. So then now we're on to the more notes part of it, just to add a little bit more background to right. this. So, a little bit more about Sylvia Likens. She was 16, born in January 1949, died October 26, 1965. Rest in fucking peace, because yeah. that breaks my fucking heart. Holy shit. Um, she truly did nothing wrong. She there literally just, did nothing wrong. There was just a horrible person that was like, I'm going to do bad things to her. Because she was wanting to take it out on someone. Yeah. Um... So, like, as I said earlier, the abuse lasted for three months before she dry- she died. And I have stated here what she, like, the autopsy stated that she right. died from. It was a combination of malnutrition, subdural hematoma, and mm-hmm. shock. And do you know what subdural hematoma is? No. Because I have a little thing, so I had to look it I up. know what a hematoma is because of where I work. Fair. I would not know that. So what it is, it's a type of bleeding in which a collection of blood gathers between the inner layer of yeah. the dura matter and the arachnoid matter of the surrounding areas of the brain. Oh, okay. So this is like a brain one. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually from like traumatic brain injuries. Right. Um, obviously, she suffered a lot. Very much so. So now I'm getting to the nitty gritty of all of her injuries. 
So yeah, she was neglected, belittled, sexually humiliated, beaten, starved, lacerated, burned, dehydrated. Do you want to guess how many wounds were on her body? No. It is more than ever should have been. I mean, there should have been zero. There should have been zero. Um, But it's but a I've lot. I've never heard, like, you hear, like, someone gets, like, stabbed, like, 20 no, times 20 times you know you're like shit that's a lot like, whoa um so i've never heard of i've heard of a body being big... stabbed like 50 times and i'm like hey that's too much this is 150 wounds across her body yeah and the fact that she lasted three months and just day in day out was in pain her body never fucking healed no she didn't have time to no because it was every day um so including in those wounds were several burns scald marks and eroded skin yeah and now i have more of the abuse that um a little bit more of what actually happened instead of it being theatrical right um once again it did start when the checks arrived late so she took that out on sylvia and jenny and, like, it was both girls that were first beaten, but it was on their bare bottoms with various tools, including a quarter-inch thick paddle. Ugh. And what I said earlier was a toned-down version when she was, like, beating them originally, being like, your parents left you here. Yeah. What she actually said is, well, I took care of you two little bitches for a week for nothing. Yeah. Um... And then another one of the beatings took place when Paula accused the sisters of eating too much food at a church supper where all the kids, like, the family kids Mm -hmm. went. And they were beat 15 times on the back with a paddle. With the said paddle that was a thick boy. Um, So now we're into, like, mid-August time. And this is when Sylvia became Gertrude's main target. Yeah. Um... And it is believed that she was likely jealous of her youth, appearance, respectability, and potential. Yeah. Um, because she was such a respectful young lady. Absolutely. And so, so, so fucking beautiful. Yeah. Um, so I think that it was mainly just Gertrude being a bitch. And probably saw, like, that, like, boys definitely looked at her in a special way. And then she was just like, I miss my youth. Or, like, that Sylvia was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm a kid. So then some of the things that Gertrude started doing just to Sylvia were obviously the beatings. Yeah. But she also starved her and then also forced her to eat leftovers or spoiled food from the garbage. Um, she was even accused of stealing candy, but she actually paid for it. Mm. So then she got beat for that, too. Uh, Late August now, Sylvia mentioned that there was a boy in California she, like, had a little fling with. Sure. Because she used to live out there with her family because, you know, carnival stuff. Yeah, they traveled, yeah. Um, Gertrude, of course, jumped down her neck about it. Of course. She asked if Sylvia had done anything with a boy, and Sylvia responded yes, but meant it as, like, going to skate parks with boys. Oh, yeah. Like, that type of stuff. And she said one time she laid under the covers with a boy. Right. Didn't do anything, but laid under the covers with a boy. And Gertrude was like, why would you do that? And she's like, I don't know. Right. Like, you know, she's a teenager. Right. 
People get curious. Slang. Um, so then, like, Gertrude also said, like, she was like, wow, your tummy's getting big. Which also, she was a very thin girl. She was very thin. Very fucking thin. Um, and it looks like she was going to have a baby, she said. And Sylvia didn't take it as, like, her being, she didn't think, like, she was being, like, are you pregnant type of right. thing. She was like, she responded with a, and this is a quote, yeah, it sure is getting big. I'm just going to have to go on a diet. And that, I don't know if she was being, like, kind of sassy back or if she meant it, because that breaks my heart if she meant it. Yeah. Um, my heart is so heavy talking about this. Holy shit. So then on another occasion during supper, Gertrude, Paula, and a neighborhood boy named Randy Gordon Lepper force-fed Sylvia a hot dog overloaded on condiments and spices. So Sylvia threw it up and then was forced to consume what she yacked. Yeah. Um, And then for entertainment, uh, Gertrude and her teenage like entourage is yeah. that the correct word <laughs> yeah kind of i don't use that word often <laughs> basically for entertainment um sylvia was forced to strip naked in the living room which obviously they played this down for the movie right and use a coke bottle a glass coke bottle to masturbate in front of everyone yeah and she did that and then like basically like so that way jenny could see like what her sister was doing and like that's the type of person that sylvia was was like a quote-unquote whore is what they were trying to like yeah through jenny's mind like don't be like your sister like do what you're told all of this stuff yeah so yeah i stopped myself from doing more notes because my heart got too heavy yeah um so that's just a snippet uh there's a lot more on this story um i know that like the day that she died like someone maybe paula like put her in a put her in a bath to like try to clean her up because oh yeah because like i don't know if she had a moment of humanity of like shit she looks (laughs) she looks rough we should clean her up a little bit and like that's i think that i honestly could be wrong i'm sorry if i am that's part of kind of what sent her to her untimely death yeah of like all the wounds of it and like the shock because they put her in a hot hot bath Mm -hmm. like trying to relax her so i knew that and then i do have a little more notes i just stopped about the abuse right there sure just so you know uh so i have a little bit about jenny likens her sister her younger sister yes um she was terrified like these things would happen to her so she listened to Gertrude. Yeah. Uh, occasionally, she was even forced to participate in Sylvia's mistreatment. Um, because if she didn't, then she'd get the treatment. Yeah. Um, grew up in an unstable home. Uh, to her parents being carnival workers. And then her and her sister, Sylvia, would be sent to live with relatives often to her par- to her parents' concern for their safety and education. Oh, and um, Jenny was younger than Sylvia, and Sylvia was the middle of two fraternal twins. So she had two older siblings and two younger. Very fun. Yeah. And then also I have a cute little nickname that Sylvia had. Love that. Cookie. I love that. Mm -hmm. 
And now we get down to a little bit of justice. Yeah. Not enough justice. Not enough. Not fucking enough. Anyway, a little pissed about this one. Um, so Gertrude, her oldest daughter, Paula, her son, John, and two neighborhood youths, Coy, uh, Coy Hubbard and Richard Hobbs, which I believe Richard is Ricky. I would imagine, yeah. Because and this is like Coy, my fact stuff. Coy is the one that Jeremy Sumter plays. Oh, okay. Um, so Gertrude got, uh, she was guilty of first degree murder, um, got life in prison, but was released after 20 years on yeah. parole pissed about that um she should have never been fucking released no. uh paula was charged with second degree murder and released in 1972 and i forgot to fact check if she actually had her kid in real life because in the movie in like the trial mm. she had a kid mm. so like in the movie she had a kid forgot to fact check that my bad so i think she had a kid <laughs> um and then the three boys were all charged with the same thing manslaughter and served less than two years in their release in 1968 and then also, John, her son, was the youngest convicted, like, manslaughter charge at the time. Jeez. So, yeah, that is the story of how Sylvia Likens had a really fucking hard life. Yeah. Th- three months. She still had a hard life in general, you know, being on the go all the time. But holy shit. Oh, this was not in Marshalltown. This took place in Conrad, which is scarily an even closer town to mine. I've never even heard of Conrad. Um, it's a part of the school. If you're from this, shout out BCLUW, Beeman, Liskin, Liscom, Conrad, Union, Witten. Mm, mm, mm. That was the alphabet school directly next to mine. Oh. Conrad is one of them. Sorry, all okay. those towns that I said Are make up together. BCLUW. Yeah. Because I am also from an alphabet school. <laughs> I love that that's what you guys call them. I haven't heard that before. Well, some of us, Miss City Gal, need multiple towns to make up one school. And basically, someone was like, that person kind of looks familiar. <laughs> um, she should have gotten, like, fucking facial reconstruction. Yeah, they're like, that person, they look pretty familiar. Especially with how familiar. Big this, like, because exploded. Because she, she went as Paula Pace. She kept her first name? She did. That was and She stupid. just changed her last name, and then she moved to very small town Iowa. That was very stupid. Um, and then it was found out that she was Paula Ban... Her last name is hard to... Banish Whiskey. That's why I just said Gertrude. I wasn't going to try to pronounce that last name. <laughs> Hit me with some heartbreak. It is really sad, actually. Okay. I did not do, like, here's what happened in the movie. Here's what happens in real life. I just did straight up real life. My bad. And then I... No, there's nothing wrong with it. And then I say, like, the movies at the end, but then I can go slightly into it because I... One of the movies I do know very well. Okay. So then I can, like, kind of talk about it a little bit. I'm just going to go for it. So my story... So... This case emerged in 2008... When a woman named Elizabeth Fritzel told the police in a town of Amstetten, Lower Austria, that she had been held captive for 24 years. Holy fuck. By her father, Joseph. <gasps> what? So that's, 
that's that's the start of that. I think I might know this. Joseph had assaulted, sexually abused, and raped his daughter repeatedly during her imprisonment inside a concealed area in a cellar in the family home. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. This entire thing took place at the house that she lived at all of her life. This feels like another... It feels like an extra layer of yuck. Yeah. Because... It's her one, dad. it's her dad. Yeah. Two, it's her family home. Yeah. Like, obviously, the rest is awful, but that felt like an extra, like, like a goopy layer of, like, slime Oh, it on gets it. goopier. Oh. It gets goopier. Ooh. Um, so Joseph reportedly began sexually abusing Elizabeth in 1977 when she was 11. Oh my god. Yeah. She didn't have a childhood. No. It was unfortunately taken from her. By this fuck face. By her dad. God. Um, so on August 28th, 1984, after Elizabeth turned 18... Joseph lured her into the basement of the family home, saying that he needed help carrying a door. Um, But in reality, Joseph had been converting the basement into a makeshift prison chamber. For how long? Um, Like when she was 11? It just said like converting. Like, so it, it clearly took a long time, but I didn't see anything that said like how long it took. Okay. I didn't know if it started when he started to get aroused by her. By the looks of how big it is, it took a long time. So it could have easily started when he first started. Very well could have. Holy shit. Or maybe slightly before and he was like waiting. I don't know. Ew. I know. I'll show you a picture. I do wonder why he waited until she's 18 unless that just happened to be when he finished it. What I am assuming... Sorry, I'm jumping the gun No, you're okay. What I'm assuming (laughs) is because like... You always have in your mind, like, once you turn 18, you're going to leave the house. I think he just didn't want her to go. Plus, if he would have pulled her out of school, if she was in school. If she was graduated at this time. Because then it would have looked weird, like, oh. Exactly, yeah. Where did she go? I I think there were all sorts. Because she's graduated, then. Yeah, I think there were all sorts of those little layers added on it of, like, he didn't want her to go. Didn't want to raise suspicion stuff like that because if she's 18 like he could be like yeah she left the house exactly but in reality she never left never oh my god um so he said that he needed help like carrying a door um and the door was the last thing that he needed to seal the chamber so she You're literally fucking she literally me. helped him carry down the door that would seal, seal her fate for 24 years um, so after Elizabeth held the door in place... Quick question. Yes. Where's mom? In the house. Excuse me? I'll get there. I didn't know if she was, like, dead or something. Oh, no, she's fully alive. And they're together. Mom and dad? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. Holy shit. Buckle up, bitches. 100%. Mom's still... She's fine. Um, so after Elizabeth held the door... And I hope that I'm saying that well enough... This is, one, it's Austria, so, like, it's a different country altogether. This version of Elizabeth, instead of the Z, it has an S. I'm guessing it's but Elizabeth. But I'm still thinking it's, like, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that. I'm so sorry if it's wrong. Um, so while she held the door in place, um, like, while Joseph was fitting it into the frame, 
Um, after that, he held an ether-soaked towel onto her face until she was unconscious and then threw her into the chamber, locking her in. What the f- And I didn't know what ether was, so I looked it up. Isn't it like a it's, gasoline type? Yeah, it's a pleasant-smelling, colorless, volatile liquid that is highly flammable. Mm-hmm. It is used as an anesthetic. I don't know why I knew that. I assumed that it was, like, <laughs> similar to um, chloroform. Yeah. But I also didn't know. That's fair. Um, so, of course, as one would do... Um, after her disappearance, her mom, Rosemary, filed a missing persons report. Because she's like, where the fuck is my kid? Like, So she had no idea the sexual abuse was happening. Not that I'm aware of. Shit. It never once said, like, mom knew what was happening. Mom was in on it. No, it never once said that. Okay. Um, so yeah, she had no idea where her kid went. Kid's 18. She's worried. Um, Elizabeth did have siblings... I do, I don't know if she was the youngest, I think though, and I'm almost positive she was the only girl. No. Like, I think she had brothers. So, she was the only one that was abused sexually? As far as we're aware. Okay. The only one that has come out about it. Yes, the only one that we're aware of. Okay. Um, But after almost a month of looking for her and, of course, hoping that she would come home because mom's worried sick... Joseph Joseph handed over a letter to the police, um, the first of several that he forced Elizabeth to write while she was in captivity. So that way it was her handwriting. Absolutely. And he probably looked it over to make sure she didn't say, P.S., like, I'm stuck in the basement. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would have gotten some, like, invisible ink type shit. <laughs> Don't know how I would have, like, I say, gotten She doesn't it. have access to that, but, <laughs> but nice that, try. That would be uh, the dream world where, like, I agree. you put an invisible ink on it and be like, please read this. I like how that you're already shocked by this and truly nothing's happened yet. I'd hate this. I know. <laughs> Why we have a podcast. <laughs> um, so the letter stated that she was tired of living with her family and was staying with a friend and she warned her parents not to look for her or she would leave the country. Which, for a typical 18-year-old, maybe. Yeah. Especially if you are tired of your family. See, maybe. You just need, like, a little breaky-poo. Exactly. So, absolutely. Um, but Joseph told the police, and he was, like, gung-ho on this, like, the entire time that she joined a cult. Oh. And the police was like, maybe. Like, yeah, she's missing. Maybe she joined a cult. I don't know. Yeah, and especially saying, like, don't look for me. I say, if, like, saying, like, if you come look for me, I'm gonna leave the country. Like, yeah. so he kept on being like, yeah, she joined a cult. Wow. All the while, he knew exactly where she was. <laughs> All the while being a little piece of shit. I agree. And I've seen pictures of him. He's disgusting. What? Over the next 24 years, let me reiterate that. Brittany, we're both 25. Yeah. So it's like if we, up until last year, And the were thing held is, we don't even remember our like, first basement. how many years of life. I don't. Like, and her being 18, she, was 18, she yeah. would remember this entire yeah. thing. She was able to actually, truly experience yeah. all of this. Yeah. 24 years. So, yeah, when you said she was 18 and got locked up for 24 years, I'm like, oh, because I assumed when she was 11, when he no. first started, like, doing this. Nope. That's when she got locked up. Nope. He waited. <sighs> 
So over the next 24 years, Joseph visited Elizabeth in the hidden chamber almost every day. What did mom think was going on? Over a minimum of three times a week. Like if it wasn't every day, it was at least three times a week, bringing her food and other supplies and repeatedly raping her. What the fuck? I should have put a trigger warning at the front of this. Uh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) This is going to get really gross and I'm very sorry. Um, But according to the family, they didn't question why he was going downstairs every day because he thought he was going down there to draw plans for machines, which he sold to manufacturing firms. Like, that was his job. Oh, so so it was like his office area. He told that, like, this is his little office area. Like, don't bother me while I'm going down there. It Like, it often... With my nosy ass, I would have followed him at least once. No, like it said... So he often stayed there for the night... Like, so, like, wife, Rosemary, was like, if he stayed down there for the night, like, I didn't question it. I just thought he was hard at work. Like, he, because, I mean, he if was it was hard. If it shut up. Because <laughs> if it was, like, outside of the home, then I feel like she'd be like, oh, God, like, this is really. Yeah, like, like this is concerning. concerning. But since he was downstairs, she's like, no, he's just hard at work. Like, he's in his office. And it's not like she's going to assume he kidnapped their child. Why would you? absolutely not like i wouldn't assume that because i do i will post it um because when i pictured like this underground bunker that he made how big do you picture it well if it's in a basement and this is early 2000s no right now this is like early 80s oh that's why it came forth and that makes sense yeah because she was 11 and 77 and she got locked up when she was 18. Okay, so I would assume, you know, okay, so it took him a long time to finish it. How big is this room? Fuck if I know. But you picture, like, this room? I would assume, you know, like, by a, a 10 by 10. Would you like to see the photo right now of what this bunker looks like? Is it tiny? It's ginormous. Excuse me? It's two bedrooms? Yes. No wonder it took him so long. So this was his little workshop, and there was a completely hidden door behind something. So that's why, like, even if the family went down there, and everything was fully padded, like, you couldn't hear anything. So even if the family did, like, sneak down there, they still wouldn't know that it was down there. And they wouldn't realize how big their basement is? Or did he, like, dig? He dug. Oh. I was assuming that it was just, like, no. He was, like, making the basement soundproof. Nope. He dug. I'm guessing he didn't get a permit from the government today. I can't imagine he did. <laughs> Austria, go arrest him again. <laughs> okay. So, it it was, like, even to the point that he did not even allow his wife to bring him coffee down there. And, like, if she tried to come down, like, he would get pissed. Red flag right fucking there. I know. I know. Um, this is where it's gonna start getting, like even more upsetting oh so click buckle click in. buckle up the abuse of elizabeth did result in the birth shut the fuck up of seven children <gasps> what she had seven kids what happened to these kids they were just like in there with her i'll go over it is that so, why he made it so big because he was planning on having I don't know if he was his plan- offspring. I don't know if he was planning on ever having kids with her. I think it happened. 
Because he didn't use safety. Can't things. imagine he used safety. She wasn't on anything. He repeatedly raped her over 24 years. Well, especially if it's 24 years. Like, even if she did have, like, some type of birth control. The odds, like, It would come expire. On. Especially back then. It would, it would have expired within a year. If he is visiting her at least three times a week and raping her each time, your odds of ovulation are going to be pretty fucking high at some point. Yeah. And sometimes it was daily. It's saved. Like, so 24 years, only seven kids. I think that's a little promising. But, like, still, she had seven kids. When she was pregnant, did the abuse continue? Of course it did. Um, so. Were they all alive, the kids? What do you mean? Like, did he kill them? Give me one moment. Okay. Three of them remained in captivity with Elizabeth. She had three kids down there. One of them died shortly after birth. Rip. I know. And the other three were raised by Joseph and Rosemary. Where the fuck did she... Where Where the fuck did Rosemary think these children came from? They were reported as foundlings. What the fuck is a foundling? The, so they basically became like, not necessarily foster parents, but they like legally adopted quote unquote 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 these children and Rosemary i'm gonna talk a, didn't i'm gonna talk a little bit them? i'm gonna talk a little bit about where these kids came i just i'm not saying it's rosemary's fault in any sense of way because she was clueless she was absolutely clueless. But how do you remain clueless for that long i don't know about this many things i will talk about it a little more he made it pretty easy for her to be clueless oh my god um, so the captives had a television, a radio, and a video cassette player, and food could be stored in a fridge and then cooked or heated on hot plates. So they had like quite the little. I mean, you saw in that yeah, like, like diagram, they had like a little. They had like a little kitchen in there. Mm -hmm. um, and Elizabeth even taught the children to read and write while they were down there. Oh, good for her! What else is she gonna fucking do with her day? Well, I would turn into a Bella and just, like, <laughs> stare at the concrete wall. Stare at the window while possibility is playing. Yeah, well, there's no fucking windows. I just, like, draw a window draw with, with my... chalk. I was gonna say with my blood, because he probably that didn't get too. chalk. No, probably not. Um, I would just, like, draw it with blood and stare at my blood dripping down the... Yeah. But you also know you can't <laughs> do blood. But also, like, I'm sure, like... As soon as kids came into the factor, she was probably trying to be strong enough for them. That's fair. So. Even um, if they're incest babies. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so Joseph would punish the family by shutting off their lights or refusing to deliver food for days at a time. Why? To punish them. But, like, did they, like, act up and that's why he wanted to punish them? I'm sure that they were probably like, hey, I want to leave. Well, that makes sense. But it was soundproof, so, like, you can't hear anything. And to go that long without sunlight? These kids were born into no sunlight. And to not experience sunlight until they're, like, teenagers? If they li live that I long? I say, like, these kids are born into no sunlight. I can't imagine that. Holy shit. Gonna be pale as hell. Well, imagine, like, their, their eyes are gonna adjust to the darkness it's pretty fucking quick. Yeah. Their immune systems are going to be horrible. Yeah, it's going to be shit. It's, yeah, it's no good. Wow. Um, Joseph also told Elizabeth and the three kids who remained there that they would be gassed if they tried to escape. So, wait, 
how did he pick which kids would be quote unquote adopted? I don't know. He just like picked his favorites. I don't necessarily know. I'll I'll go into it just slightly. Okay. Um. Do you know ages? Like I how, do. Okay. I Sorry, do. I am. You're okay. Jumping the gun here soon. Like I'm gonna go like not quickly, but like quickly enough through a timeline of these okay. kids. Um, I will shut up for a bit. So investigators concluded that that wasn't actually an empty threat to frighten the victims because there was no gas supply to the basement at all. Oh, and it's not like they would know that. Exactly. And he also told them that they would be electrocuted if they tried to meddle with the cellar door. I feel like that was bullshit too. Of course it was. But they were so scared. They weren't going to try. Holy cow. So here's like a little timeline, like I said, of the kids. Um, so August of 88, Kirsten was born. She lives in the cellar until she was 19. <gasps> February of 1990, Stefan was born. He lived in the, in the cellar until he was 17. Oh, my God. Um, Imagine, like, that's all you fucking know. Yeah. Oh, my God. August of 92, Lisa was born. Um, in May of 93, at nine months, she was discovered outside of the family home in a cardboard box, allegedly left there by Elizabeth, with a note asking for the child to be looked after. So that's kind of how Rosemary was, like, in the dark, because she's like, I got this handwritten in Elizabeth's writing saying, this is my kid, I can't take care of her, please take care of her. Oh my god. So of course, Rosemary's like, absolutely. So that was her fourth kid? That was her third kid. Third kid. Yes. Yeah, that okay. was the third. Um, February 94, Monica is born. Monica is the fourth. Okay. Um, but in December of 94, 10-month-old Monica is found in a stroller outside of the entrance of the house. Shortly after, Rosemary receives a phone call asking her to take care of the child. The caller sounds like Elizabeth but it is assumed that Joseph used a recording of her voice and wasn't actually a phone call from her. Yeah, because he couldn't trust that she wouldn't say anything. Exactly. Especially live, because he can't, like, monitor that. Exactly. So we assume that it was a recording that he took of her. Um, But Rosemary reported that to the police. Do you want to guess why she reported that to the police? Because it didn't sounds like her um because she was amazed that elizabeth knew their knew their new unlisted phone number oh so she's like how the fuck would my missing child know our phone number smart girl Mm -hmm. or woman Mm -hmm. mama Mm -hmm. so she reported it Nothing really came of it. Um, that case was, like, still active enough that they're like, yeah, we still don't truly know what happened to her, even though, like, dad says it's a cult. Um, so after Monica was born in 94, Joseph allowed the enlargement of the prison. I call it prison because that's what it was. That makes sense. Um, putting Elizabeth and her two kids at this point that were down there with her to work by digging out the soil with their bare hands for years. So that that picture that I showed you was like them, like a little gardening shovel. I don't know. The picture that I showed you was like after they expanded, so maybe they added bedroom 2. Oh, cuz he realized that kids were popping out. Especially like at this point like the kids are like kids, like they're <laughs> not just babies anymore and there's two of them. Yeah. Um 
April of 96, so a year before I was born. Same. Well, April, too. April of 96. Okay, like, like a, a year Like a genuine and a half. year before I was born. Elizabeth gave birth to twin boys. So that's five and six. Yes. One died after th- less than three days. Aww. And Joseph removed and cremated the body. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then the surviving twin, Alexander, is taken upstairs at 15 months and discovered in similar circumstances as the two sisters that were already upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then December of 2000... 2000- was there also, like, a note saying it was Elizabeth's kid? Yes. It say similar circumstances of, like, okay. Elizabeth was like, this is my kid, please watch him. Mo- like, her but mom no must mention, be, like... no mention of this dead twin. It's just a kid God. that was dropped off. December of 2002, Felix was born. This is kid seven. Mm -hmm. Um, He kept Felix in the cellar with Elizabeth because Rosemary could not look after another child. They already had three. They didn't want a fourth. So they just added a third to Elizabeth. I'm literally speechless right now. I'm getting pissed. I know. (laughs) Oh my! Um, the upstairs family received that's that's what they're called, like the upstairs family and the downstairs family. You mean prison family? Yeah. Oh my god! The upstairs family received regular visits from sh- social workers, clearly because they like basically adopted these three kids mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Yeah, saying that it was their kid, like their child's children. Um, so they got regular visits from social workers about these three kids that they were raising and the social workers saw and heard nothing to arouse suspicions at all wild there was also another person that lived in that house with them a tenant who rented a ground floor room in the house for 12 years what never heard anything (laughs) um excuse they me? had another tenant there for 12 years were they just keeping to their own business or did they literally never hear anything they said that sometimes they heard like tiny noises but like they wrote it off to, but like... then joseph said like it's just the pipes or like the heating system and they were like oh okay i mean yeah why would you assume the worst of right someone? and it was like so muffled that like it you couldn't like it wasn't that they were like i hear people downstairs it's yeah. like, I hear little sounds. He did a damn good job of insulating, soundproofing that shit. Yeah. Um, so on April 19th of 2008, Kirsten fell unconscious and Joseph agreed to get her medical attention, which was huge. And Kirsten was... Oldest kid. Oldest kid. She was 19 okay. at this time. Sorry, I'm trying to... You're okay. There, there was, was a seven lot of children. kids. <laughs> yeah. Kirsten is the oldest. She is 19 at this point because it's 2008. Okay. Um, Elizabeth helped him carry Kirsten out of the chamber, and she saw the outside world for the first time in 24 years. Holy fuck. And this is the first time that Kirsten's ever been outside. Wild. She is unconscious. Yeah. So, so she's she not experiencing it, it, but she is outside in it. Wow. Um, Kirsten was taken by ambulance to a local hospital and was admitted in serious... With a serious condition of life-threatening kidney failure. Probably because she... Everything that's happening. Yeah. 
everything that's born happened. underground <laughs> raised underground incestual oh my god yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. um so joseph later arrived at the hospital claiming to have found a note um written by kirsten's mother um people at the hospital thought that was a little strange especially because she's 19 yeah they thought it was a little weird um so they found parts of his story like really strange like alarming yeah and they alerted the police on april 21st the police broadcast an appeal on public media for the missing mother to come forward and provide information about kirsten's medical history none well also i'm sure that they were like this is very sensitive skin you can tell that this person's never seen a drop of sunlight in their life and i'm sure there's a lot more things like about her body that it's like this person very clearly is not outside yeah a lot of things that were a lot of things wow a lot of things um so on the evening of april 26 2008 joseph released elizabeth stefan and felix from the cellar and brought them upstairs so they're out they're in the house now. Why did he release them? Um, so he informed his wife that Elizabeth decided to come home. Ooh. Acting like she wouldn't say anything? Yup. What the? <laughs> she's home. He's dumb as shit. Ooh, he was home. literally getting away with it for 24 fucking years. And then he's like, yeah, let me just release you. And like, we good, right? I raped you how many fucking times? You gave birth to seven of my kids and seven of your mom's grandchildren. But we cool, right? Yeah. yeah. What the? <laughs> he released them. Woo. He and Elizabeth went to the hospital to see Kirsten because he finally agreed to let Elizabeth go with him. Because she's like, that's my fucking kid. my kid like let me go see her you released us please dear god let me go see my child um so following a tip-off that kirsten's mom was finally in the hospital the police detained them on the hospital grounds and took them to a police station for questioning thank god no kidding elizabeth did not provide police with any more details until they promised her that she would never have to see her dad again Thank God. That has to be a red flag to the police being like, you've been in a cult, quote unquote. For 24 years. For 24 years, and now you never want to see your dad again? Mm-hmm. Hmm. hmm. Red flag. Weird. You agreed to tell us information if we say that you never have to see your dad. Huh. Wonder Weird. why. <laughs> um, so she recounted that Joseph raped her and forced her to watch pornographic videos, <gasps> which she... It's awkward when you're watching a movie and a sex scene comes on with your parents. Honey. Oh, we're not there yet. He forced her to reenact these videos with him in front of the children. Shut the front door. What the fuck? Yeah. Why in front of the kids? To humiliate her. Same reason Sylvia had to do shit in front of all the kids. To humu- humiliate. Humiliate. Humiliate who it's happening to. He wanted to humiliate. That's hard to say more than once. It is. It doesn't Elizabeth. sound like after a while. <laughs> he wanted to, to be not nice to Elizabeth in front of the kids just to like, I don't know, be an asshole. Like, 
What? So yeah, he made her reenact pornographic movies with him in front of the kids. Because he sucks. My jaw just is on the fucking ground at this point. So without taking any time, Joseph was arrested that night. Thank God. Yeah. Austrian. Cops did the right thing there. Austrian police get the job done. Um, He was arrested on suspicion of rape, false imprisonment, manslaughter by negligence, the kid. Yeah, the one that um, died. And incest. No kidding. And on April... They could easily take, like, a little testy thingy to see if he's the daddy. On April 29th, it was announced that DNA evidence confirms Joseph as the biological father of all of his daughter's children. I wonder how the divorce went. (laughs) With her and him and his wife. But as far as I'm aware, there wasn't one. Excuse me, I'm gonna have to... What the... Do you have to Google? Yes. It looks like... Is his name's Joseph? Yes. It so when you Google Rosemary Fritzel, it says ex-wife. Okay, thank God. Okay, so they did get a divorce. Okay, yeah, yeah. They thank God they divorced in twenty twelve though. So four years after. Um. <laughs> Rosemary, sweetheart, come on, <laughs> babes, <laughs> honey, come that on. That was a uh, four years too late. <laughs> sweetheart i guess better late than fuck never i guess sorry i had to check that yeah because if she never divorced this man four years though it's still four years but if she never would have divorced him i would have been like she she would have had to known about this shit he she says that she had nothing like she had no idea he also fully backs up the story saying no rosemary didn't know anything I'm still fucking I know. frazzled. I know. I gotta expand my vocabulary to for the shock. I know. Holy. Um, so in a press conference on May 1st of that same year, Austrian police said that Joseph had forced Elizabeth to write a letter the previous year indicating that he may have been planning to release her and the children. Wait, what? Repeat? Um, so they found another letter um, yeah. of Elizabeth like that it sounded like he was going to free her and the kids mm-hmm. in like a different way it had been written a year ago why was he even going to free him so it in the letter it says that she wanted to come home but it's not possible yet oh so saying like that he's working up to it um and police believe that joseph was planning to pretend to have rescued his daughter from her fictitious cult so he was going to release them and be like, I saved her from a cult. Aren't I amazing? My jaw is just... Yeah. Open. On the floor. What? Yeah. I'm... So I, like, obviously, like, am heartbroken that all this fucking happened. But I'm feeling more pissed. Yeah. At, at fucking... What's his fuck nuts? Joseph. Joseph. See, I can't remember his name. Joseph. Elizabeth, dear. I know. Um, wow, my heart goes out to Elizabeth. But I know. Fuckface Joseph over yeah. here. Ugly. Oh my god. He's, He's an getting ugly- me fucking heated. He's right an now. ugly old man. Good. He deserves to be ugly because he, he has an hu- ugly fucking soul. I know. I'm heated about it. So him. yeah, he was like, oh, he was going to. It uh, clearly that part did not happen. Kirsten got sick, so like, 
it was kind of like a, okay, well, I guess now's the time. I either, like, get another death charge or... Essay. So it's like, okay, now's the time. Like, Kirsten's at a hospital. She might start talking. So I gotta, like, do something. Um, so, yeah. Uh, on the first day of testimony, the jurors watched 11 hours of testimony recorded by Elizabeth that she had done in sessions with the police and I'm psychologists. i it wasn't more because I 24 know. years, that should have been... But 11 hours of just her talking. Yeah, a lot. It's a lot. How about we record an 11-hour episode and how, see how you <laughs> like it? <laughs> Absolutely not. I, I would feel never like I do that. I talked too long earlier. I would never do that. No. Um, the tape is said to have been so unsettling that the eight jurors... Eight. I just said 11. Sorry, 11, 11 hours. hours. Jesus, I'm dumb. <laughs> You're I'm not like, dumb. wait, what? <laughs> you remembered numbers. God. Didn't realize what they were uh, connected to. You're there. Jesus. We're getting there. So the eight jurors um, did not watch more than two hours at a time because the content, it was, it was so unsettling to hear. They, uh, they also had four replacement jurors that were on standby to replace any of the regular jurors in case they could not bear to hear any more of the evidence. Holy fuck. Yeah. This is going to be an F-bomb episode. Yeah. Sorry, moms. Sorry. <laughs> um, wow. And in March of 2009, he pled guilty to all counts and was sentenced to life in prison. Thank God. Do you think he pled guilty Because there for, was like, a n- plea deal? I don't know, but there was literally was no way he could feeling... not get out of it. I mean, so... Like, I doubt he felt remorse. It was 24 years. Well, he had I'm... seven kids with her. Because even if, like, the evidence is like that, you can still plead not guilty. I don't... I didn't see a lot of information. I also didn't look fully, fully into it just because of how long everything else was. That's fair. To see, like, I'm just in depth of court mm-hmm. information. He very well could have done that for, like, a plea deal... Maybe he originally pled something else, but then, like, changed it. But eventually, he pled guilty. Well, good. Fuck him. He's in prison for life. Yeah. Did he stay there? Yes, he is still there. He's still alive? I think so. Let me look. He's still alive. He's 87. Well, shit. Okay, anyway, yeah. So, pled guilty. Thankfully. Life for prison. Thankfully, Elizabeth and all the children have had many years of therapy good they should never stop going um they are working on trying to heal the quote upstairs and downstairs children and their relationships with each other that's fair because the upstairs children they got a they little got a lot better i say they got a, a little bit of a better life of course they were they still got to see sunlight they got to see sunlight i'm sure they had toys and everything they didn't have to watch sex in front of them right like the downstairs children had it horribly and the downstairs children probably didn't mean to have like that uh jealousy and rage towards the other children i don't know if they even did but like they probably did if i would have been a downstairs kid and m- half of my siblings yeah were upstairs i would have been like why was i chosen it also didn't sound like it was great for the upstairs kids because like joseph would like pretty much say like your mom didn't want you that's why we have you and, like, these kids, they went up there when they were, like, months old, so they couldn't remember, like, yeah, my mom's actually downstairs. Oh. And, like, you just brought me up here. Yeah. All they know is that their mom dropped them off with grandparents. One grandparent, one parent. Yeah. 
Ugh. and they were raised that way. So yeah, they therapy is working very hard to try to heal the upstairs and downstairs children and like their relationships all together. Yeah, no kidding. Um, today, Elizabeth lives under a new identity in a secret Austrian village only known as Village X. Oh, wow. Like, no one knows who she is. And is this village, like, actually a secret village, or they're just saying it's a secret? Genuinely secret village. No one knows where she moved to. Not even her mom? Probably not. Wow. 24 years she was in her basement. Mm Mm-hmm. And for the rest of her life, she'll never get to see her. I hope so. I mean, yeah. Um, and the home is also under constant CCTV surveillance, and the police patrol every single corner to make like, sure that I, she is safe. Oh, in the village. I thought you meant the original home. No, at first. no, no, no. Sorry, the village that she lives in now. Okay, good. So I'm sure, like people, anybody that's like under like witness protection, I'm sure people like notice that they're a little more skittish and maybe have like police presence. Yeah, but nobody knows what village she lives in good they don't know what her name is now good i'm sure she the kids, kids? change their names Did as she... far as i'm aware yes okay the kids maybe also moved out because by the time that kirsten was out she was 19 she did survive by the way good she did good, survive good, good. yes i assume because you didn't she was say in, she died she was in a coma for a, like a couple months but she did survive how old are all of the kids now i guess math right <laughs> They're all older than us. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. Okay, so they're all like they were adults like born now. in like the like the nineties and the early two. Th- Some of the kids are not. One of them was born in like two thousand and two. Oh. So uh, I was thinking of like the ninety six baby. Let me look. Kirsten's older than us. She was eighty eight. So there's. Only the last one's younger than us. Only the last one was born in 2002. And that's barely younger than us? Yeah. Five, five, the math, The five twins, the, the, exi- the existing, the surviving twin Alexander, he is only a year older than us. So not, he was born in April of 96, so he's Brandon's age. Yeah. Wow. The other ones are all adults now. All the kids the other, are. Yeah, it's 88, 90, 92, 94. Even at 2002, he can drink... She, yeah, as she can drink. Yeah, Felix. It was the boy. Oh, he. he yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot so of kids they to keep were, track of. All of the kids are like roughly our age. Wow. There were a couple of that are like multiple years older. Like the first two, they were 88 and 90. Yeah. So. But then like the other ones were like years. 92, 94, 96, 2002. Like so, they're roughly our age. Wow. So I'm sure some of them like they might not live with Elizabeth anymore. Maybe. I assume they also have secret identities mm-hmm. and who knows where they are, but they probably have surveillance. You know what I mean? Hopefully. Holy shit. So the movie that I was Yeah, I need to about, watch this movie. Um, so Emma Donahue was inspired by the crimes and wrote a novel in 2010 called Room. I haven't heard of it. Um, and there was a film adaptation in 2015 that was also written by Emma Donahue, also called Room. It stars Brie Larson and a little boy that I don't know his name, but I see him all over Hollywood. Like, he's in a lot of things, okay. but I don't know his name. So, I need to watch Room. Room is a fantastic Where'd movie. Where'd you watch it at? I don't remember. 
I think it was on Netflix when I originally watched it. Okay. But it's like one that I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Okay. Um. I'll so this, it. like I said, I would like try. I know th- I know Room very well, mm-hmm. so like I can talk about it slightly. Um. This one, it's not that like. In this movie, it's not that the dad kidnapped her, but it is a woman that is held in captivity for many, many, many years. Yeah. And has a son due to this Just one captivity. kid of Just seven. one kid okay. in this movie. Um, and it's called Room because, of course, he is raised in this room. He does not know very many things. So he calls things like, we are in room. We eat from microwave. Like, he, like, mm-hmm. his way of speaking is very different Eventually, he fakes an illness. He is able to get out, and she is rescued. Good. So it's all about, like, how she's held in captivity. They get out and, like, trying to adjust to the outside world. So, yeah, it was more of an inspired it's, by movie. Yes. Emma Donahue was inspired by this case. Okay. Um, but there is a second movie um, in 2021. Lifetime released a film, which is part of their Ripped from the Headlines films. So pretty much exactly how it happens. Yeah. That one's called Girl in the Basement. Girl in the Basement. I'll have to watch both to see how they compare. It's Lifetime, so you know it's probably not very good. But I love Lifetime movies. <laughs> I Me love too, Lifetime though. movies, but they're so cringy. I get that. Yeah. Brandon hates it when I, like, watch those type I of movies. I love Lifetime movies. Because he's just, he comes out. They're watches bad Watches about 10 minutes. Tells me how the entire movie's gonna go. I'm like, shut, No shut up yeah i already know how it's gonna go yeah i don't care i have this seen, is just for me i have seen clips of girl in the basement i have not seen the entire movie honestly i should have i've seen clips that one looks like it's more true to this story mm-hmm. but still in i mean like lifetime said ripped from the headlines mm-hmm. um they do those movies a lot of like the story that happened so i think that one's and i love movies like that that one's a lot more true to the story instead of inspired but since i by... haven't seen the entire movie i don't entirely know that's fair from the clips that i've seen it's like oh yeah this is exactly what happened okay i'll have to write those down so that is the story of elizabeth fritzel could you hear that squeak very much so i'm so sorry <laughs> it was my arm yeah that's that's um, elizabeth well, I'm happy it had a happier ending than it could have. You know, like they... Yeah, she could have died. Yeah. You know, been murdered yeah. or just malnutrition, which is still like... She probably had that. Well, yeah, but she could have died from it. Exactly. Um, So I am happy that, you know, her and six of the seven kids survived. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy that he fucking got caught. Yes, that they're in therapy trying yes, to, therapy to is so, help so, themselves. Yes, so, so important. Especially for these kids. Oh, my And God. Elizabeth, like, everybody involved. Fucking especially. Everybody involved. Um, as far as I'm aware, Rosemary doesn't see them, but I also, I don't know. They could. <coughs> Tickle my throat. Yeah. Sorry. I don't, I don't know if, or if uh, Rosemary sees them at all. Yeah, well... I know is sure hell that Joseph doesn't. Yeah, fuck Joseph. And he's gross. He's creepy. I can't imagine. Like, I hope Rosemary's in therapy, too. I do, too. Because finding out your child is locked in the basement for 24 years, and you didn't realize it. And the three kids that you've been raising because you're like, my kid had kids. She wants me to take care of them because she can't. Realizing that those kids are the children of your husband... 
because he raped your daughter. Yeah, so I hope she has been in therapy, too. I hope she's doing okay. Me, too, because, like, sure, they're, like, in a perfect world, you'd think, I'm gonna go, like, be nosy. I mean, I'm extremely nosy, because, like, but, yeah, so, like, I've had a wild experience when I lived with someone where they told me not to go into a door. Um, I didn't for months, because I was respecting their privacy. Right. I honestly thought it'd be, like, a sex lab, or not sex lab. A sex lab. <laughs> a sex dungeon. I'm creating sex in these vials. <laughs> and uh, when I opened it, it was not a sex dungeon. It was a lot less exciting than that. You know, like, I was thinking, like, Fifty Shades of Grey, like, some, like, kinky and, shit. Instead of something kinky, it was illegal. Yeah. Um, I'll leave it at that. You can yeah. leave that in the podcast. Illegal. Um, uh, but, yeah, so, like, I'm a nosy bitch. It took me a few months right. to get to be nosy, but I was nosy. Um, so just the fact, but it was also a hidden door. So maybe yeah. she was nosy. She could have been. It was hidden. But didn't hidden. realize there was a hidden door down there. Yeah. Um, shall we close Let's out wrap then? it up. Awesome. Uh, so once again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Um, keep sharing, liking, uh, you know, subscribing to us let friends know let Absolutely. family know about us um just keep in mind this is more of an adult podcast yes um also like please like re- leave reviews if you leave a five-star review and it's a bad review i will read it on air well that's a promise on, on rec- recording that's a live. promise um we have an email it's greetings from insanity at gmail.com and instagram at greetings from insanity twitter from insanity pod and that's it yeah we're going to have a tiktok and we're gonna have facebook and we're We're gonna gonna have have a facebook and we're gonna have a website yes they're under construction we're busy bitches and also i keep on being like i don't know what to put on our tiktok um because we we don't stuff like this i say because like we also don't record anything like we could record portions to like be able to post i don't know but then i'd have to look good i'd have to make sure this office is all put together yeah so things will be coming later it's a slow build it's very much so it's Um, only episode 11 it's fine yeah we're new to this still um but yeah thank you to all of our listeners thank you so much like what how many listens now i when i messaged you yesterday it was like three something when i messaged you yesterday and it was at 317 i looked today (gasps) we're at 325 (gasps) oh my god i know Ah! i know i know because i was like we were just at 317 yesterday and i looked and i'm like 325 what yeah Oh my god. We did also release a tiny mini episode yeah. recently. Has that um, been listened to yet? A w- when I checked it at two listens. Love that. But that was also like right at this morning. So I have like I haven't really checked recently. I but... just wonder if it's someone we know that someone's just gonna bring up like that story with me. I'll be like, mm, I'll be like I do you know my house. <laughs> what? I also did post the pictures that we talked about on Instagram. Yay! Um Oh yeah, with Brandon's with little Brandon drawing. like reenacting it. Oh, yeah, I sent you and that one, drawing. too. Yeah, because yeah. he drew yeah. it first, and I'm like, this just looks like a toddler drew this. So I had him... I thought someone was walking up your stairs for a second. You're My scaring me. heart literally dropped. Do you want me to go check? Quick pause. <laughs> okay, we are... We're alive! 
we survived, so this episode will come out. Um, there's no one here, so uh, it's I survived in the episode. Yeah, we have a baseball bat now with us. <laughs> um, oh God, I thought it was gonna I die in my make apartment. Brandon, do that shit. So this should be a photo. <laughs> Let me get my fucking. Phone. I'm now just holding the baseball bat. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. As I was saying, we recorded a mini episode. <laughs> <laughs> we just got terrified. You know, we do true crime podcasts and like fucking paranormal shit. I know. Of course, we're going to think the worst if we hear sounds. Always. That's why I told you that I, that's why when you were like, can we do stories of like house invaders? And I'm like, no, no, we can't because I'll um, cry. Uh, yeah, so, sorry off track. Sorry, um, I'm so sorry. We recorded a, a mini episode. We released that, one, because we wanted to, to to give you, like, a little taste if you send in emails, like, what a yes. tiny listener's episode could look like. Yeah, so, please send us stuff. We so haven't gotten any can... yet. So, yeah, send us emails about your true crime your paranormal it could be your parents paranormal it could be your parents true crime it could yeah, be, it could be anyone's story it could be your enemies you know. i don't care yeah um but thanks for hanging out with us thank you so much this... we're officially almost in the teens we're like preteens right now we are preteens 11 the double ones as you said last the double episode. ones <laughs> that i was so confused about um uh so yeah check back next week thanks for hanging out with us thank you